Welcome to Clit Talk. The Pleasure Positive Podcast. We're like the sex ed you wish you got. And then some. Pussy, pussy. It's gonna be a good one today. Yes. I'm talking about a clit talk, clit talk, clit talk. Talking about a clit talk, clit talk, clit talk. Come on, girls and boys and everyone on the gender rainbow. Bring your pussies to the show. Who wants to be happy? Everyone who is not enough of us, and certainly not consistently enough. Humans seek happiness in so many ways. Food, spirituality, substances, and yes, of course, S-E-X. But how many of us find consistent, long-term happiness from any of these things? Welcome to season four of Clit Talk, where we are taking you deeper than we ever have before. Beyond romance, passion, porn, kink, or poly, lives uplifted, elevated, next-level lovemaking, sex 3.0, the gateway to happiness. I mean, we've all had vanilla sex that was pretty good where everybody got to come, right? That's sex 1.0. Or what about that boundary-breaking sex that took us way out of our comfort zone but ended up being super hot in the end? That's sex 2.0. In sex 3.0, your favorite pussy posse will examine everything from happy, healthy, poly lifestyles to what it really takes to make hot monogamy work for the long haul, to how to truly enjoy life as a single person, not just pretend like you do so your friends will pressure you into blind dates with people you really rather not share fluids with. We'll bravely explore everything from profound sex rituals to massive extended orgasms to gender blending and even orgasmic birth. We'll be interviewing our glorious click crew, the men of Cock Talk, and a diverse array of sex experts about what practices have brought them the greatest overall happiness, as well as the creators of some of the most incredible shows on television to see how they're bringing Sex 3.0 onto our screens, and into our greater society. Our hope is at the end of this season, our listeners, our cast, and our guests will all be left with a deeper, longer-lasting experience of happiness than when we started. You in? Fuck yeah. Welcome to Sex 3.0. Woo! Nice. All right. So over the course of our lives, and especially the last three seasons, we have experimented with a lot of different relationship modes, sex styles, and self-care practices. I want to know which, if any, have brought you a deep sense of lasting happiness. I would say communication in bed has gotten way better since doing this show. I barely sort of kind of knew how to make requests before, but now I'm able to actually have really authentic, loving, and non-sexy time-stopping requests in bed. And I think that that has made my sex life way better and has having a great sex life, I think, is satisfying to me as a human being. I think I've been still working on what you're sharing about, Eve, but I've definitely been more open to other people's concepts of what's important to them. So just in my friends and lovers, like actually be more accepting. So you mean you don't judge us swingers and sex party goers as much? (laughs) (laughs) Not as much. (laughs) 
<laughs> now that she's gone to a sex party in a <laughs> unicorn <laughs> costume. I second that, Crystal. And I think the thing that has brought me the deepest sense of lasting happiness is masturbating. Mm. That was yeah, something girl. that I didn't do You're before the masturbation show. poster child. I know. I have all these toys now, and they're awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know what the thing is, but I can tell you my experience of life having done three seasons of Clit Talk. I don't know what the thing was. Maybe it's just the whole clit talk itself. I'm newly single. And in the past, a breakup would have completely fucking taken me the fuck out. I'd be in a ball, in bed, fucking isolated from the world. That is not my experience. I have my pain and my grief, and I'm handling it in a healthy way. But I'm out there. I'm doing CrossFit. I'm doing salsa. I'm going to sex parties as a single woman. I just had sex with the hottest guy I've ever seen in my life. And that's what single looks like for Lindsay now after fucking three seasons of Clit Talk. (laughs) Fuck yes! (laughs) And some bruises on her boobs. They're worth it. (laughs) (laughs) I got to say, the thing that's brought me... Long-lasting happiness is the relationship style of non-monogamy. I'm a fucking squirt queen now, people. (laughs) I would say the thing that's brought me the most happiness is really releasing shame and not being afraid to ask for what I want and like know that I deserve that and that it's okay. Like even if that's like... you, you all don't know me very well, but it takes me forever to come. And like, that's okay. Like, I actually have a right to my orgasm too. And that I don't have to apologize for being sexual and just like owning who I am just as like a goddess. And just to share with our listeners, just so you know, Rachel really has been on this entire journey with us. She has listened to every single episode of Clit Talk and is a personal friend of mine and we've had many discussions. So she really truly has been on this journey as I'm sure a lot of you guys have as well who have been listening with us since the beginning. So we are, this season we're going to be taking a look and following our cast members to get to know them better on their own personal journeys. So what, ladies... Where are you looking to explore this season to bring you deeper happiness? <laughs> I'm I'm really clear that now is the time in my life where I'm super committed to manifesting it all. And what it all looks like for me is I haven't done I keep saying I'm a professional singer and I am. I do session work and I have been singing for money, but I haven't done a live show in 2 years. And I am not making the kind of money that I'm committed to and that I have in the past, and I know I can. And while I'm totally committed to having a blast as a single woman, I'm really looking to find the man of my dreams, my life partner, get married, and have a baby. So just so our listeners do know in full transparency, the reason why Matt and my relationship ended is because after three years of being together, amongst other things, the straw that broke the hamel's back is he changed his mind about wanting to have children. And so a big decision that I made was I wasn't willing to give up the opportunity to be a mother for anybody. So I walked away from the relationship. And what that looked like is I moved out, don't go to the same gym anymore, lost my dog, and um, my basically my stepkids. I'm so committed to having a relationship with them. and But my life looks literally, it's a complete 180 from where it was two months ago. So in that space, I've had a lot of time to reflect on what I want and what I've given up and what I've learned from the relationship. And I realized that like 
I gave up huge pieces of myself to make the relationship work that I'm not willing to give up for anybody anymore. And that's my music and the foundational pieces that I'm looking to have in place before I do meet the man of my dreams. And it's got to happen fast because I feel like he's coming in September. So (laughs) (laughs) I am going on a journey called The Art of Sexual Magic. There is a brilliant French woman who wrote this book called Just That, The Art of Sexual Magic. And what I'm looking to create in my life is a blockbuster series of films. So much money that I can create a bioreserve named after my father and wildlife corridors for animals around the world, especially in Los Angeles. I want those mountain lions to be able to get over and under our freeways with ease so they can mate with each other and eat. And these kind of desires are so humongous that I've decided to bring magic into the picture. So my partner and I, we just started listening to the audiobook, which is excellent. I can't recommend it highly enough. And we're about to start, we just got to the part of the book where we create our power symbols and we're just about to start doing the sex magic rituals. So I will be updating all of you listeners on how that is going and if it's effective or not. That's dope. I want to do it too. Yeah, I want to do it too. Let's do it. Let's all do it together. Is that cheating? <laughs> if we like, I'll do it together. That sounds like an activity. Okay. That's Just the cool thing. Everyone gets to go on the journey with each of us, including our listeners. So we're in a polyamorous relationship with our listeners. Emotionally. It's sugar. She would hear it that way. I, don't know. I think you did, didn't you? Kind of bang one of the listeners one time, sugar. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, you did. What at a sex party? But a fan came up to her. And she's like, That's given some serious her? fan love. Sorry, listen to me. Uh, Let me fucking my spiritual cock got so big when this person. Like, I'm literally peeing in a bathroom with like a couple of girls, and someone in the bathroom's like. Oh, by the way, that's sugar from Clit Talk. We weren't even talking about Clit Talk, so they must have had this, like, understanding. And I'm peeing, okay? I was wearing a onesie, too, so you had to, like, unsnap it from the pussy and, like, lift it up. So it wasn't even cute or anything. Yeah, and I'm just, like, peeing. I'm like, hey. And <laughs> I'm such a fan. I lo- Like, when you, ca- when you came out about being bisexual, I came out. Like, tell me you weren't, if you weren't me, you wouldn't be a little bit like, I'm going to lick your pussy, girl. Right? I just imagine, like, after comedy shows, like, comics, like, bang, like, a fan or something. Come on. Let me fucking have my moment. Uh, no. But my point was, is you're literally in a polyamorous relationship with our listeners. Nah, <laughs> Quite no. actually. Quite not. But here's what, here are my, here's my areas of, of where I would like to unleash more happiness. One is in my polyamorous community. I am creating, uh, really being a leader in this world. And I've been curating a community uh, for the last year of just from different communities of extraordinary peoples. I'm just like honored to, to now be like, wow, look at this journey and look at how many people I met along the way. So to officially like host really safe, sensual, mind-blowing, erotic evenings for people and 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 
have more of a presence in the community as well as like active participation in the community and um, expanding my orgasm. So I'm now yours truly, squirt queen, and I want to play with my orgasms. I want to play with my squirting even more. Like I want to shoot it across the room and see if I can like hit it. I'm just kidding. But I do want to play with my extended orgasm and different types of orgasm. I know we're going to be doing some cool things like that. Not orgasmic birth, but maybe you can teach us something about that, Katie. Now for any of our listeners, if you ever bump into Sugar at a sex party, you know the way to her heart. Just make her squirt across the room (laughs) and she'll do anything for you. First acknowledger for how great the podcast is. (laughs) If you find her in the bathroom with her onesie unsnapped, you're going to be in luck. Hey there, Clitorati. It's Katie. So you all know I'm a nurse and Clit Talk for me is a health conversation. I really want to take a minute to share a product with you that has made a huge difference in my life. Foria Wellness Awaken CBD Lubricant. Remember that. I use it multiple times per week and this is coming from the woman who never used to masturbate. Not only has it enhanced my new masturbation lifestyle, it's eased the pain I used to have during sex and my husband is super happy because our bedroom play is so much more fun. So I personally reached out to Foria Wellness to see if they would partner with Clit Talk and they were an overwhelming yes. So now you can get a discount on their fabulous products by going to our brand new pleasure store at clittalkshow.com. All their products are there. And if you're interested in trying them out for yourself, use the discount code clittalk10 for 10% off your purchase. I can't recommend them enough. So do yourself a favor and get your pussy high. Okay, so my journey, (laughs) this is Katie, is birthing all my babies. So I am actually going to birth a baby, and I am going for an orgasmic birth, and I've been doing a lot of preparation with Ethan on how to um, take pleasure points, because pleasure is so close to pain, and really making visual techniques that um, will help me get through a natural birth. So I'm really looking forward to learning a lot more about this and talking about it on the air, and then I'm also launching all of my TV shows as going into being pitched while I'm on my maternity leave for 12 weeks. So I'm really looking to manifest those babies into becoming a reality because right now I'm an entrepreneurial mom who is free falling and trusting that everything that I set up before giving birth is going to, I'm going to land on my feet and I come out. So you guys get to follow me on my journey with that. Well, my question was, what is an orgasmic birth? Is it just having an orgasm while you're giving birth? It's a euphoric feeling when you when the baby's head comes out, basically, is my understanding of it so far. And you can't experience it if you have an epidural. Like, I was always someone who thought, for sure, all the drugs. And the more that I've learned about it and I'm more in touch with my body, I'm like, oh, well, this is something that I would really like to experience or at least go for. So we'll see how it goes. I'm not going to be, like, disappointed or anything if— it doesn't happen, but I I have set myself up in a way so that it could. The woman who's most famous probably in the world for having an orgasmic birth, Amber Hartnell, I had the honor of having a, a one-on-one conversation with her about orgasmic birth, and she was saying the key, which she actually learned from being a, abused, physically abused very heavily as a small child by her father, <clears throat> when she was giving birth... She was like, okay, I know what to do when there's this much pain to have it transform. 
and lean all the way into it. Mm-hmm. Lean all the way in. Yeah. So Ethan's like fully prepared to like take me there and to like support me in being in that space. And so we'll see what happens. Wow. Me too. Is he going to yeah. rub your nipples? I don't know. Maybe. What, what's that movie where I think it's Knocked Up where she's like, yeah, all natural, all natural. They're like, are you sure, baby, you don't want the epidural? And then they fast forward and she's like giving birth. She's like, give me the fucking Oh, it's we, too late for an epidural, ma'am. <laughs> we definitely have a safe word, which our which our class has encouraged us to have, and Smart. it's coconut. So if I say coconut, like we're going for the epidural all of a sudden, and it's all good, and we're getting to the hospital at like there's the five one one. If you want an epidural, which is like five, um, I have to collect my thoughts on like what the definition of this is. It is. Your contractions are five minutes apart. They last one minute, and then there's another one, and then there's three one one. So we're gonna go at four one one. So I still have the option, just in case. There you go. Yeah, wow. it's your body. You I know. choose it. I just love how like I got a quote from you that said, "We have a safe word. It's coconut. If I say <laughs> coconut, I'm taking the epidural." <laughs> I so resonate with Lindsay and the, like, I have been just wanting a fucking serious, great relationship. I don't care about kids, but like just a someone, just a guy to like be living a life and a lifestyle with. And that's been my goal all of Foot Talk and I haven't been doing shit about it. And I'm still making mistakes. I mean, fuck, I just made one this weekend. So I was literally gonna say, I can't even believe you would shame that. I was gonna say, I think you've already kind of started awakening that intersexual shame-free being. Tell us the details from Saturday. In the but and so I share that was a huge thing for me. Wait, before you say anything else, (laughs) the suspense is so through the roof. What happened? Yeah. Oh my god. What did you do? We could always cut this. No, No, we're not fucking cutting this. We're cutting the whole part where you were getting your thoughts together. Right? Now it's getting juicy. Yeah. Like, this part fucking stays in the episode. <laughs> no, I um I I hooked up with a guy and got a hotel room and it was just like super sexy, super fun. Time out the owner of one of the dopest bars. In Santa Monica. And then, oh, they got a hotel room at the Shutters in Santa Monica. <laughs> this does not yeah. sound like a mistake to me. Oh well, Sorry, and- I'm just bragging. <laughs> but it's, it's like, look, it's not the first time I've had a one-night stand technically at the moment it was. Um, but it was like, I did enjoy, like, he had to go. We didn't, you know, we didn't spend the next morning together. Um, but I enjoyed the space. And instead of like shaming myself for the scenario, I was like, let me enjoy this. Let me share it with sugar. Let me see what like it feels like to actually just appreciate that I had fun in a cool space with a cool person doing something that's natural for us. You know, and what and did you have sex or yeah. like okay, she had the hottest sex ever and like- I had sex for the first time on Saturday too, but the difference between you and I is I'm like showing off my bruises to people like, look at how awesome my Saturday was. <laughs> the funniest thing is, is I'm getting texts from both of you like at the same time that day about your different sex scapades. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay, the other piece of suspense that has to be broken immediately is, Lindsay, how did you get so many bruises on yourself this Saturday? Well, I bruise very easily, but we were also having sex until four in the morning, and there was a lot of grabbing, and, um, you know, he was strong. (laughs) (laughs) Strong like bulls. And he had a six-pack, and... Dimples and a beard. <laughs> His six pack kept hitting you in the thighs and the tits, apparently, because girls got bruises all over. And I yeah. don't regret it. So, one of the journeys that I'm really interested in exploring this season um, is about our sexual health and vaginal health. Part of why that's come up for me is I've had an IUD for 12 years. And a couple of weeks ago, I had it taken out and a part of it was actually missing. And the doctor that took it out was a little shocked. She'd never seen that before. And I've been spoken with two other doctors since that also had never seen it before, including the one that inserted it for me. And it's been a fuck of a journey in just two weeks. Like, time-consuming doctor appointments trying to figure out what the situation is. And I just think people don't talk about this. And I think it's important. Um, One, I think it'll be healing for me. And it'll hopefully make a difference in maybe releasing negative energy around sexuality in my body. I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen with it. Uh, But I feel like it is an opportunity to share with other people that could possibly be maybe not dealing with the same thing, but with something similar with their bodies that they didn't have control over. Maybe they do. And how do they handle it? What can you do? How can you take your power back from a scenario that you had no power in? So um, a journey that I really want to explore moving forward is being in the non-monogamous realm. So one of the reasons that I chose like really consciously to be non-monogamous is that I just can't maintain a relationship given the structure of my life with kids and co-parenting and work and all of these things. But I still want deep connection. So um, that's what I want to create is that I can have, you know, the default is like casual relationships and I don't want a casual relationship. I actually want a deep, intimate, profound relationship that is part-time and have that be completely okay. And also as a part of that to explore my orgasm um, as I referenced, I have a really, it's really challenging for me to come with a partner. But by myself, I can come in like 30 seconds flat. So there's something there, right? That's all in me. So I'm looking forward to like transforming my shame around my own sexuality, about my needs and like feeling that I can ask for what I want and even discovering what that is. I don't even know what it is that I'm asking for, but to know that that's a priority. So I want to know from you guys, do you think it's possible that the origin or all life, our sex organs, could also be the key to true long-lasting happiness? 1,000 motherfucking percent. Because creative energy is sexual energy. Sexual energy is creative energy. And we're never fucking happier than when we're being when we're expressed as our creative beings. Well, damn, girl. I, I agree. That's all I'm going to say. I, th- I agree, too. Put My pussy's giving life, like real fucking life, in three weeks. 
And um, and I think it's going to manifest things creatively for me as well. And I'm going to trust it. Yeah, I think whether you call it your pussy, your pussy power, your intuition, your gut, your manifestation magic, sex magic, fuck yes. And I think especially as women, until we can tap into mind, body, spirit, and sex, I think that's the fourth pillar of what it is to be like really, truly connected to all source. Yeah, and speaking as someone who has been sexually shut down in the past and to be reawakened, it is, there. there's no comparison. I mean, that is the source of creativity. That is life. That is energy. That is ecstasy. And it doesn't, you don't even need a partner in the situation just to have your sexuality awaken, like informs your whole being on the planet. It's so powerful. I think it's a lot of opportunity that we're presented with right now. Well, I'm really excited for this this journey that we're all about to go on right now. It's I feel like it's it's a magical time to be on earth. Anything is possible. And with that, we are launching our new season Clitorati. We love you guys and we will see you next Tuesday. Woo! <laughs> Did you just love this episode of Clit Talk? Well, shit, then you better head on over to iTunes and subscribe, but only if you want amazing orgasms. Also, while you're over there, please rate us and leave a review. But again, only if you're open to incredible sex and amazing relationships and world peace and stuff like that. I mean, I'm sorry. Uh, It's very much appreciated and thank you.